Welcome to True Passion for Prayer podcast. I finally did it, y'all. After three years of doubting myself, procrastination, and fear, God has made a way for me to have my own podcast. In the episodes to come, I will be interviewing those that have an amazing and powerful testimony. I will be praying, ministering, and speaking my truth on a monthly basis until I find my rhythm. In the next episodes to come, I will be interviewing women warriors who overcame sickness, setbacks, and adversity through prayer, praise, and worship. But let me be the first partaker and share a little snippet of my testimony with you all so you can understand why I said God made a way. Well, in 2015, I found out I had a brain tumor. By God's grace and mercy, I walked around with that brain tumor for a year and a half. My doctor informed me in one of many doctor's appointments that it was vital that that tumor had to be removed. Why? Because it was growing and it was doing some damage. Well, after seeking counsel with the chief doctor, yes, I mean my father in heaven, he gave me permission to serve notice. We served that invader and eviction notice on December 23rd, 2016 to evacuate the premises on February 2nd, 2017. By God's grace and mercy, the surgery was a success. I now suffer from deficits, and I wasn't always willing to share my shortcomings or my weaknesses with others. However, I do believe God wants us to be transparent so that others could see how he healed us, how he delivered us. And through this journey, I learned through all of what I was going through, God always got the glory. He always get the glory, y'all. He always get the glory. Uh, the medical term um, of one of the deficits that I suffer with is first initial memory loss. But I say, but God. But God. Until God served notice to that deficit. I'll take what God told Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. My grace is sufficient for you and my strength is made perfect in weakness. I will continue to use my tools that he has given me daily to function normally. But nevertheless, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it around for our good. He turned it around for my good. That's why, that's why I said, I thank God for making a way. I guess I got to tell my testimony in its entirety very, very soon. But right now, right now we have an amazing young lady of God who shares her testimony in this episode. My very first episode, might I add. So take some time out of your busy schedule and listen to my anointed, beautiful daughter, Najee Doyle. She talks about her faith in God. 
She testifies about how she escaped a terrible car accident at the age of five and how she overcame depression in college through prayer, praise, and worship. I hope y'all ready for this awesome episode. And I promise you, it will bless you. Stay tuned. I want to welcome my daughter, Najee Doyle. Hello, welcome, hello, welcome, welcome, my beautiful people. Um, I'm a, I'm honored to be on here. Um, I'm glad that you allowed me to come on here to testify, to um, be able to teach, drop some gems, and um, I'm excited for what we're about to do tonight. And I am excited too. We're going to talk about faith. Faith. And Najee is going to come in her own way. Um, I actually do. Um, before I started this walk with Christ, one of my models for life was I got to see it to believe it. And it's like, if you couldn't show me the car facts, I'm not hearing what you're saying. But oh. that statement alone was hindering me from a lot of um, knowledge and truth that I just wasn't in a position to accept. So now that I'm in this walk with Christ and now that he, glory to God, he changed my, my perspective. It's like now my motto is um, walk it out by faith and not by what you see. Wow. So it's just the perspective change for me that I just, I, I truly thank God for. Say that one more time. Walk it out by. Walk it out by faith and not by what you see. Wow. And that's truly um, the definition of faith, but we'll get to that a little later on. Um, can you tell me, uh, what's your favorite scripture? Who child, I can give you a whole list of favorite scriptures, but um, my favorite scripture to apply in this season of my life is Jeremiah 29, 11 and 13. If you don't mind, I'll read it. Okay. It says, for I know the thoughts, <laughs> for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So God just gives me that promise that that he will listen when I come and search for, search for him. When I come to pray to him, he will listen. I will find him when I seek him with all of my heart. So it's the promise that that's just sustaining me in this season. So his promise, his promise, his promise. Yes. As believers, we have benefits and we have promises that we can go to the bank with, that we can withdraw because we are believers. Yeah. We, we can stand on those promises, those precious promises uh, that he had for us. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Najee, um, as your mother, <laughs> I know that you have had um, some uh, trials that you had to um, go through. Um, you were a child at this time. I, I want to bring, I want to go way back when you were uh, five years old. And I don't even know if you remember everything, mm -hmm. um, but you have a, uh, memory like an elephant. So <laughs> <laughs> you have a memory like an elephant. 
So I want you to go way back um, to when you were five years old. And I want you to give us your testimony. Um, not necessarily going through what you had to go through, because I don't know if you remember everything, but mm -hmm. what your family, uh, me as your mother and your father, have told you about um, the um, hospital stay and have told you about what happened um, in that uh, terrible, terrible car accident that you and my other two daughters, Nebrasha and Nasha, uh, were in. Mm -hmm. Take us back to that um accident okay and so, hospital stay okay so my memory with the whole um car accident when I was five years old it is choppy but um I can definitely say I do remember certain scenes and events um so I do remember being at my aunt house with my sister and my oldest sister was coming to pick us up and it, I remember it was nighttime so it had to be past hours and um, we was driving in the car and then everything went black and I just remember waking up on the road with my sister standing over me and she was on the phone and it was like she was in um a distress mode um crying yelling um just really just um distressed and I remember um the ambulance man um standing over me and I remember seeing just lights flashing and then it went black again for me then I remember again waking up with waking up to um, just like my whole family, aunts, uncles, cousins in my face. Just I remember one of my aunts was just smiling, and then I remember you was crying in somebody's shoulder. And um, at that point, um, it went black for me again. But I do remember um, the events of being in the hospital room with my sister that I was in the car accident with, mm -hmm. and he had some severities, but I was the worst. Um, Come to find out I had crushed my C3 bone in my neck. So I had a broken neck um, and I couldn't move from the neck down. I couldn't move my arms, my feet, nothing. I could only move my face. And I remember being fed this soggy cereal and I'm just like, <laughs> how come my sister get McDonald's and I get cereal? Like, this is just not fair. But I, I didn't understand that the condition I was in. And now that I'm older and I look back at it and it's like times like now where God allowed me to think back on the things that I remember. It's like, even though I was going through a traumatic moment in my life, it was like God hindered me from the pain. I, I, I don't remember pain. I don't remember discomfort. I don't remember stress. I just remember being around family. And, um, and so I was, I was declared to be paralyzed. Um, the doctors told my mom, my dad, and the rest of my family that I was going to be paralyzed from the neck down, and I was going to be in need of a feeding tube for the rest of my life. But um, glory to God, he got other plans, but God. And my mom, she did what she knew, knew best to do. She interceded. She started praying. She called the prayer warriors that she knew, and they interceded on my behalf. And um, God is so good because if your request lines up with his will let it be done to you he that believes it shall be done for you so just just glory to god for just for just having a heavenly intervenes in the time so 
um, over time, I started gaining my strength back. Um, I, I always had a problem with my left hand. My left hand was always the weakest, but to this day, it's like I'm a healthy adult. Like literally, nothing, nothing from my past affected my now. Only blessings came, and um, I was in the hospital for I want to say three to two months, but I was in the recovery of everything for almost a year. Um, high blood pressure as a five-year-old, six-year-old, um, not being able to play gym in gym class while everybody else playing kickball and throwing the ball. I got to sit on the stage and just sit and watch. Um, yeah, that that's what I recall from it. It's just, just being told by the doctors, no, but God had a yes at the end. So that's it. Amen, amen. And that bring, that that's a good segue into our topic tonight, which is faith. Um, we had much faith that you would have a good prognosis, although the doctors had a vague prognosis for you. Yes. Um, like you said, those it, I learned to give, I learned not to be selfish um, mm. when it comes to prayer. And I called on those intercessors. I learned to give my prayers over to others that believe just as well as I believe and stand on God's word. And those intercessors, I call them the ultimate intercessors. Um, I tell you, when I say the doctor said one thing, we went in prayer and we, God said, with his stripes, we were healed and we stood on that. He also said no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It came, we're not saying that it would never come, the weapons, but they will not prosper. They will not um, destroy or uh, come in like Satan comes to do, still killing to destroy God's people but it came to heal. And today you are a living testimony. And I praise God for that. I praise God for that. So like I said, our topic is faith. And my definition, I, let me just give you the definition of faith and then we're going to have you um, get right into it. Uh, faith definition, that comes from a dictionary. It says complete trust mm -hmm. or confidence in someone or something. The second definition says strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on a spiritual apprehension rather than proof. I see that you have complete trust in God. Um, you have confidence in the Father, uh, the way you move, the way you pray, the way you stand on God's word. I can see that in you. Um, you, you have a strong belief in what you believe and you believe in the true and living God. I can see that as your mother. So I'm very proud to say that 
you are the daughter of the king and that you are moving in ministry and you are out there um, preaching and teaching and proclaiming God's word. So (laughs) I'm proud to say that as your mom. Um, So I want you to um, talk about faith a little bit um, in your walk in Christ. Um, The scripture that I chose uh, for tonight, I don't know what scripture you chose uh, about faith. It's Hebrews 11 and one. And I want you to touch on that. If you can um, recite that and also touch on that as well um, while you give us um, a word on faith. So Hebrews one, Hebrews 11 and one says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So you say you wanted me to... Just expound a little bit on that. Okay. Um, I feel like it's so self-explanatory. Like It is. Substance. I just like hearing you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Faith faith is your substance. The the thing that you hold on to. Faith, faith, Faith is is that um what's the word i'm looking for other than the thing that you hold on to that's what i can really just describe it as and it's the evidence of things that people may not see so when you're praying for something and when you're waiting on something and when you're anticipating on something and you finally get it in and people don't understand where it came from but that was your faith was the substance that produced that from god so is that that's your substance. That's the thing you that's the thing you cash out with. That's your money right there. So that's what I would say if if I had to explain it. Faith is the substance. That's your cash to the back to heaven to to show people that this is this is what I produce from my faith. This is my evidence that you don't see. You don't see my faith, but okay. God knows my heart. Amen. Right, right. It's like like they say, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. It's not hearing about Jesus, but putting the action behind what you hear. Yeah. Putting the action. And that's why they said, faith without works is dead, right? Yeah. Faith faith without works is dead. Um, Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with with what you said about uh, faith. And that's where what I get out of uh, the word faith. It's just not just hearing, but putting it into action. Like it was there already. Like you can see it, like it's before you. The evidence of of what you believe that's going to be at the end result of it. You already see that thing. Yeah. You know, so yes, 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 yes. Sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead, (laughs) go ahead, go ahead. did you want me to go into the the word? Yes, yes, go right into it. Okay, so since we're talking about faith as a substance of things hoped for and the evidence that things that we may not see, um, I want to give like a quick spell on astonishing faith. Astonishing okay. faith. Um, astonishing means extremely surprised or impressive. So coming from um, Matthew chapter 8 5 and 13 i'm not going to read it for time's sake but i do encourage everybody to go read it for yourself because it's some good juicy stuff but this story is talks about 
a Roman commander that was in the army coming to Jesus for healing for his servant. And his servant was paralyzed and tormented dreadfully, right? That's what the Bible says, that he was paralyzed and dreadfully tormented. And Jesus Christ, willing, compassionate and willing to come and heal his servant, the Roman commander stopped him like, Jesus, wait, my house is not worthy for you to come into it. It's just not worthy of it. And he told him, the Roman commander told Jesus in verse eight, it says, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Going to verse 10, it says, and when Jesus heard it, he marveled. And he said to those who followed, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Marvel means to be filled with wonder or astonishment. We know that astonished astonish means extremely surprised or impressive. So God was impressed by the faith he had that if he only speak a word, his servant would be made well, right? Mm-hmm. So, the, so the Roman commander faith marveled Jesus. And he was so certain and so confident in the power that Jesus Christ, in the power that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ had, that he believed that even the breath of his words, that when he spoke had great powers to do exceedingly and abundantly, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was reading it, I'm just like, Jesus, I want faith that marvels you. Mm. I want faith that's astonishing to your eyes, to your ears. Like, I want faith that impresses you right Mm. so i believe that not only should i be striving for that but his church us the church his people anybody who's looking for him who's seeking him even even those who who just got got a a faith of a mustard seed your faith should be astonishing jesus you should be striving for that to to surprise him to impress him above all so um yeah um yeah, that, that I'm just so certain that his divine power and authority that he has, that I can apply that st- astonishing faith to every aspect of my life. So now that, and it says at the end, um, after the Roman commander had told him, let it be done, if, if only you speak a word, believing in the breath of Jesus. Hmm. Je- Jesus had told him, go your way. And as you believe, let it be done to, for you. And it says, and his servant was healed that same hour. Hmm. so as the roman commander believed let it be done to you if you believe that it can be done it will be done just like in um ephesians mm-hmm. i'm sorry if i can go to it we're no wait. go ahead you can take your time take your time i'm sorry in ephesians 3 and 20 it says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above mm. all that we ask or think. To him, oh, I'm sorry, ask or, sorry, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Mm, talk about that power. Listen. That power that works that in faith, us. That faith that's in you. Yeah. That faith that's in you, that power, that dominion. That yes. is in you, the keys, the keys of heaven that is in your hands. Are you going to speak with the power of life and death in your tongue to that situation? He mm. spoke life to his servant that was all the way back home, but he believed in the power of Jesus Christ that if he only breathed the words, he shall be made well. The blessing, the grace, and the mercy is going to travel, traveling grace and mercy that is going to his servant. 
Mm. He believed that power that was in him. He God honored that. Jesus honored. Hold on, hold on. That astonishing faith. You got that. You just marveled me. I I never seen no faith like this. Not mm. even in my people of Israel. Right, right, right. So it it was just it was just a a goal setter for me. Mm-hmm. Something that I can reach to. Something mm-hmm. that we all should be willing to reach to. That now we know that we can marvel jesus with our faith with our belief with the power that god has invested in us from the beginning of time that mm-hmm. i can surprise you but in a good way i can surprise you with what i believe that you can do i can open up different doors for myself because i believe that you are bigger than this little box that i tried to put you in my whole life if i can take you out of that box if i can think outside the box you're going to do exceedingly and abundantly above that because Amen. I put in you that of the power of faith that I believed in you. Amen. Amen. That was my quick spill. Amen. I, I I truly thank God for um that word because um to just marvel God. Marvel to marvel him. He said he was astonished, you know, by his faith. I want to be like that as well. I want to have strong faith like that too. You know, I want God to say, you astonished me with the faith. (laughs) Because it's some, I I have to um, counter, I have to counteract what you said about just having that faith and knowing that having that power. Sometimes, we don't have that faith. He said, even faith as small as a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Some don't even have that. Mm-hmm. Some don't have that. And I pray that, you know, their, their faith will grow from the testimonials mm-hmm. of others. Because yeah. that's how we see hope. That's how our faith is built. By others' testimony testimonies right um it it it, in hebrews 2 and 18 um gives us some type of um explanation about others suffering uh jesus um tells us how often um someone has to go through how often some people, even in the word, even in the Bible, how they had to go through um, some sickness, some trials, some setbacks, you know, and um, how he miraculously healed them, not just for them, but he healed them so that the unbeliever, so that the unbeliever can see and have hope and know that Jesus is the true and living God. And that's where healing is. That's where joy is. That's where happiness is. Sometimes we are going to have to go through some things that we don't even want to go through. We're going to have to suffer. We're going to have to go through um, some sickness for somebody else, for an unbeliever. Mm -hmm. Go to Hebrews 2 and 18, if you can get that. 
we're going to have to go through through those trials so that the unbelievers and those that have fallen short of God's glory um, and the atheists so that their faith can grow and they can come out mm -hmm. of that trial or whatever they're going through. They can say too that I believe. They can say too that my faith has grown because I saw this person, that person, or that person go through the same thing that I went through and they were healed. So can you talk a little bit about that? First, give us that, that, that scripture I just told you. To um, the scripture, the scripture Hebrews 2 and 18 says, for in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Amen. Amen. So um, immediately when you said it, I was ready just to talk about it because um, I was literally just talking to God about this earlier. And like he was allowing me to step back into um, when I was in a car accident with my sisters. And it was the different perspective that God allowed me to see that 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 it's crazy because I was in the worst condition out of everybody who was in the car accident, but yet I felt the less pain. Yet mm. I remember suffering. Yet I don't remember the trials. I don't remember the pain. I don't remember, I don't remember being all achy and breaky, but it's like, I was, I had to be a living example for those around me. Now mm. me being able to to um be be a miracle for God to be able to touch a situation and allow everybody around me to see that it was it was to be a testament to free some people for some things for God to show his true and living powers that's on this earth if you allow that door to be open for him to 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 show you what he can do what he will do what he wants to do for us so it's like it wasn't for me to be in pain but it was for, it was an opportunity to be a testament Amen. To, 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 to touch those that was around me, to Amen. bring those around me like, oh, hold on. The guy y'all serve is real because there's no way this girl is moving right now. There's That's no way right. she's walking, no way she's doing things on her own, no way that she's how she is now, but God. And that was the talk amongst uh, the visitors and amongst the family how strong you were at five years old. You were showing them that God was real. That every time that they came with a bad report, God showed them that his report is way better than the report of the doctors. And the word said, who report will you believe? Mm. You know? So yeah. um, I want to take you to age, um, I would say, 16 up until now. And I want to ask you a question um, about faith. In that time period, which is about, what, five years, uh, have your faith been shaken or has it fell because of circumstance that you have, were going through or um, sickness at this age or I would say a lack in finances or whatever. Have your faith been shaken? Have you um, lost some faith because 
God didn't come through like you thought he was going to come through? Uh, if you can touch on that a little bit. Yes. Um, oh, glory to God. So I was, it was the year of 2022. No, two, I, we in 22. It was the year mm -hmm. 2020. And um, I was 18 turning 19, I believe, or 19 turning 20. I was 19 turning 20. And I was in college at the time. And um, from 16 to now, I always believed in God. I, I was raised in the church. I always knew that there was a God. I always knew of Jesus. I didn't know them, but I knew of them. And um, glory to God, his protection has always been with me. And at the end of my senior year, God was like really talking to me in my dream. And it was so like, I knew it was God because I'm like, wait, I don't remember dreams, but I sleep all the time. So something's just not clicking right now. <laughs> not giving. So um, I remember I had these two very descriptive dreams that I, re I still remember to this day. And um, it was just God just warning me. God was just telling me, God was just instructing me, but I wasn't listening. So I'm like, what do you want from me? What can I do for you? Mm. So I went off to college and um, I still had my faith. I still believed in the God. I didn't serve him, but I believed that he was there to be, mm. if I could be transparent. Mm -hmm. and, um, I allowed myself to be influenced by my environment. I allowed myself to be consumed with the order and system of the world. And um, it put me into... A dark place. It, it led me into a valley of shadow of death. Um, I started, I started um, becoming sick, and now I do know that it was a spiritual sickness that was consuming me physically, and um, God allowed me to go through it. And I wouldn't say my faith was shaken or I lost faith, but I would definitely say my faith was challenged. Do you believe in me? What mm. will you? Believe? What is your faith in? What, what do you know where are you trying to go with this and and in that moment when I knew I was sick I knew where my help came from even though I didn't know him so it was like I knew I couldn't put my faith in nothing else because I didn't trust nothing else I didn't believe in nothing else I didn't rely on nothing else I didn't know nothing so I'm like okay well God I know you are all-knowing God so right. you gotta do something and that's when him challenging my faith ended up challenging who he was in a good way not challenge him like testing him or or um tempting him or nothing like that but it was more like a god show me who you are what can you do for me how what why are you here why are you bothering me like what why do why do i deserve this i'm a good person i didn't do nothing and um it wasn't even about who i was but it was about it was about who i was it wasn't about what i was doing but it was about who god created me to be and he needed me to come back home it was a work that was in me that he needed me to fulfill. And he knew that this was going to get my attention. So throughout the year, um, while I was going through sickness, depression, anxiety, um, physical sickness, everything, um, I was just I was just leaning on to my faith. I was leaning on into the hope I had in him. And even when things didn't look like it was going to go good, I still trusted, okay, God, if it's not how I want it to be done, I got to trust your will. Because you said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, you know the plans you have for me. You, you're going to prosper me. You're going to give me hope. You're not going to harm me. So even whatever will you have for me, I'm going to be okay, even if I may not like it right now. So right. it was my surrendering to, 
to his will that allowed me to to really walk into that faith because soon as I took a step he took a step next to me I took a step he took a step also I ran and he started running too so it was like he was always with me and and um and it was it was an increase of faith for me when he he literally he first okay I'm gonna just go off then. So um, it was one night where I was like just so exhausted, so fed up, so spiritually drained, and I'm just. But I was still digging in my word. I was still looking for him. I was. This is when I was. This is when I was chasing after him. All right, God. I don't know what I'm running after, but I'm running. And um, he he took me to Jeremiah um, chapter one when he said, "I knew you before you were born. Uh-huh. I knew I put you in the womb." I set you apart already. I ordained you already. I already did all of that. Just, just trust in me. I go to church. They start talking about that. I'm like, wait a minute, God, I wasn't ready for this. But it was the fact that he met me where I was at. He knew how he was going to get my attention. He knew where I needed him at. He knew God the scar so awesome. to patch up at the time. So it's like, that's where I was like, listen, I don't care what I go through. God already came for me in the biggest ways ever. Like, I'm so content with where I'm at. It's not even funny. Like, I, if God can take me there, he can take me there. Like, you you understand? Like, Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say my faith was, was lost or I lost faith, but my faith has been challenged. It has been challenged. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, but... Thank God that he's a forgiving God, that he's an amazing God. He's an awesome God. And he's a God that knows all things. He's an all-seeing God. So God saw where you were and he met you right where you were. Yeah. Right where you were at. I don't care if you at your lowest, he's going to meet you at your lowest. Yeah. Um, so he tells us in his word in um, Isaiah 41 and uh, 10 that he told us that he has us right in the right palm of his hand, his righteous hand, and nobody can take or pluck you out of his righteous right hand, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. even if the enemy came in, tried to steal your joy, kill you physically and spiritually, and destroy your dreams. You knew that you had a savior that died mm-hmm. on the cross, shed his blood that you may be free. He said, whom the son set free is free indeed. Yes. And I just praise God that you stood on your faith. Yeah. And you stood on the word of God and you fought. You yeah. fought. I knew you. I, I I knew that you were struggling in some areas. Didn't didn't know all of it, but when you would call home and say, "Mom, pray for me," Mom, I'm depressed. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but pray for me. So I knew you were struggling in it, some area or another. But I just thank God that you stood on the Word of God, and um, you had faith that God would bring you through that yeah he said in his word he he would never leave us nor forsake us right right? and 
he would net and that's just that's just how good God is. He is just so good, so good. He's good. Yeah. And um I just want you to give a word of encouragement um, to our listeners um, and let them know that whatever they're going through, whatever they come up against, that God is there. Just like we said, he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Yeah. And when you don't think he's there, he's already there. So give us an encouraging, give our listeners an encouraging word before we end this um, live. Um, yes. Um, I just want to say that it doesn't matter where you are, whether you've been walking with Christ for 30 years, walking with Christ for two days, walking with Christ for a minute. Um, nobody's higher than you. We are all the same in God's eyes. We are equal. You, you can pray to God. He will listen. If you're, if you're, if you're right in the heart, he will listen to you. You don't have to have a title to your name for God to hear your voice. God will see your heart and meet you right where you at. Don't be discouraged because you don't see things just going right and, and looking good for you. But sometimes you got to go through some storms. Sometimes you have to walk in the wilderness to see the glory, to appreciate the sunshine. You have to see some strange storms. Um, just wait on the Lord. Even if you feel like you, I've been pressing and I've been diligent and I've been content, wait on the Lord because through your patience is going to be blessings. Through your, through your patience, it is going to produce so much more. So wait on the Lord and your strength will be renewed. And God loves you. Amen. That, that's good right there. That's a good nugget to take away. God loves us and wait, wait on the Lord to bring you through. I tell you, um, God will allow some things to touch your life so that your faith can be tested and strengthened. I truly believe that. So yeah. your ministry, if you're in ministry, so that can be strengthened um, to take you to the next level in your ministry. Yeah. And go to the next level, even in your praise and in, in, in prayer and in worship and in your prayer life. He allow things to happen he knows yeah. the outcome god yeah. has a plan for each and every one of us and he knows the outcome but he just needs you to know that he can bring you through whatever you're coming up against amen mm -hmm. i just want to say woman of god um i just appreciate the platform that you are opening to the people, um, for we know that people are free through the blood of Jesus Christ and the words of our testimonies. So for you just opening up an opportunity for people to share their most intimate or most, um, most whatever testimonies, just to free some people who may listen and letting them know that you're not through anyone going through this. It's just, it's just, it's just a blessing and it's heartwarming to see that people care about what other people have to say. So I just want to leave this with you. If you're not praying and if you are not connecting with God, I'm sure you are losing the battle. So stay committed and connected.
Have a blessed night.